Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. This is episode 14, and it's part 3 actually, first time we've had a part 3 of step 5. As a reminder, step 5 is, I admitted to God, to myself, and to another human being, the exact nature of my wrongs. And for all of you that uh, are following the gifts, I've assigned the gift to this one as the gift of cleansing. The reason we're having a part three this time is because I'm joined by my wonderful bride, Pat. Uh, and the reason she's joining me is that over the years, we've only been married now kind of like 43 years, so we're almost newlyweds. <laughs> and But over the years, we both have an affinity and have found a liking for the 12-step program. Hi, Pat. I'm glad that you were able to join me today. What do you think? Well, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for asking me. I do really, really love the AA program. And it fits into everything that I believe. Well, I remember when we first met, and I was attending uh, a 12-step program, and as luck would have it, you were going to some of the same programs, and because you, well, why were you going to those programs? Well, I had a friend that I liked a lot, and I could tell this was an important thing to him. So I would just tag along, just being a good friend. So I remember that we got to know each other and had lots of cups of coffee in a place called Fowles in Newburyport. And I remember that we, we, one of the things, reasons we hit it off, I think, was that we were both spiritually oriented and we found something in each other that uh, spoke to each other, I think, uh, through God. Well, do you think so? Well, I remember sitting in Fowles the very first time we had coffee together, and we were talking about metaphysics, and we both felt like that was something we wanted to know more about and that we were interested in. Yes, right away we were on the same page when it came to the spirit. One of the things I remember about those days, and I'm surprised I remember much, it was 43 years ago, but one of the things I remember was that God wasn't through with me yet. He still isn't. But I still had a lot to learn about myself. And I really hadn't been willing to really look into myself yet. So I had some more drinking to do, and I had some more research to do. But finally, uh, I things were in my life now that were so important to me, namely you and uh, your son Eric and your mom, and I started to have a normal life. So it became important to me to surrender and to start to try to take care of these things that have been bothering me for many, many years. And one of the reasons, uh, one of the things I think of now when I look back on those times was that I came across like a know-it-all. You know, somebody... I had been very involved in um, 12-step programs. I had been very involved in going to school for it. 
doing counseling, all of those things. And uh, I think I was like aloof from a lot of the other people that were there. I think sometimes you even saw me as being aloof, didn't you? Yes, I actually didn't think you were really an alcoholic. I thought you were writing a book because I knew that you were a writer. And I thought, he's just doing this so that he can get information to write this book. So our relationship progressed. And over the years, we um, did lots of things together. But one of the things you've done is to start an art school, which, by the way, you still run, called the Artist Playground. And it's developed into quite a large school with over 100 students each week. But uh, some one of your students, if I recall, was a, in a 12-step program and asked you to help. Can you describe that for me? Yes, I remember one time she uh, called me up first and said, would I be willing to help with um, s some people who needed to do the, the fifth step so that they could um, share the things that, th that really bothered them about themselves. And she, she mentioned that maybe I would be able to do it well because I wasn't someone who would judge them. And um, I thought, well, yeah, I'll help any way I can. So how did, uh, did you do, you did, I think, a couple of them, right? A couple yep, of people? two or three. Two or three. And um, how did it go for you? And it must have been quite an experience for you, too, to, to be listening to somebody kind of bare their soul to you. Yeah, I remember praying about it before anybody did come and, and, and feeling like I really just needed to be a good listener and to, to let, let them feel comfortable and help them to see that there's nothing that they could ever say or do that would really hurt them because God loved them just the way they were. Wow. I wish you were around when I did my fifth step. But um, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, what kind, did you give them any feedback? Did they ask you any questions? Did, what, what was your involvement other than just listening and being supportive and non-judgmental? Really nothing. No, I didn't say anything because I felt like my job was more just to be kind and loving and, and to listen and be supportive of, of them. That's all. Now, I don't know if you know what happened to those people. They were pretty much, I guess, strangers to you. and uh, But from the way we know each other now, it probably doesn't matter to you that that was just a moment in time that God put you there. That's right. That's how I feel. Yes. And I was thankful to help. So overall, it sounds like it was probably a good, worthwhile experience for you to help these people. Um, in order to do this, what do you think you would say the requirements would be for you to help somebody with their fifth step? I think just loving them right where they are. And and I think that you can do that, or at least I felt like I did, that I, it was special. Like, they were, like, holy, and they didn't know it. Well, okay, wow. Um, do you, what, after you did these, the fifth step with people, did you, do you think you got anything from it? Did, uh, or was it pretty much just a one-way street? 
pretty much one way. I felt like I was just put there to just listen and to be kind and to kind of just help. Well, I think that pretty much covers your experience, and that's just what I wanted to hear from you about your experience helping people with as well. The fifth step, which is what this series of three is all about. And But now I'd like to talk about, just for a couple of minutes, um, how we have progressed as a couple uh, over the last quite a few years that I have been re-involved with the 12-step program. And it seems to me that we have been going along a parallel path as far as trying to listen to our spirits and be closer to God. Uh, what do you think? Oh, for sure. I think we do it. I think we're pretty good at it. Every day it seems like we're working at it. And we, we don't like it all the time because we... We don't want to have to admit that we aren't perfect and godlike yet. <laughs> so we, we, but we're aware, and every once in a while, it's not like we call each other out so much as it seems like we're willing to talk about it. We're willing to say, you know, that experience I had, I think it might have been this, and what do you think? And then you talk to me, and the two of us figure things out together. I know. I, I feel like sometimes that we're both. Uh, the the story I tell about Michelangelo's or some artist, some sculptor in Rome's horse, where he was uh, took this dirty old block of marble and tried to chip everything away from it that wasn't a horse, because the guy came down and asked him, Michelangelo, how did you ever do this beautiful creature? And Michelangelo said, I chopped away everything that wasn't a horse. And that's how I think sometimes that we try to do our lives, that, um, you know, when we first experience that we are children of God, we, uh, and I try to, to look at myself and try to get rid of some of those big chunks that I found when I did the fifth step. A lot of things that were seriously wrong with me. And, but now it's a matter of, of keep chopping away and keep trying to find those other little things in the program that tells us to uh, continue to take personal inventory. And that's what I try to do is to look for those dirty old pieces of marble that, that hides my beautiful horse inside, which is my spirit, I, I would think. And uh, I, I think we both try to get rid of some of those things every day. Yeah, I agree. I know I'm working on it all the time. Now, ultimately, I, we, we, I think, are... in. in pretty close to being in the same place as far as uh, being close to God, but we've certainly both taken very different roads, I think, to get here. Uh, and also, I'd also like to mention that you seem to be, uh, or I know you are, very much interested in ACIM, which is A Course in Miracles, and I know you study it quite a bit. <laughs> and but and now recently you've been reading some of it to me and I find it to be very interesting also although my background is as Catholic and also with the 12 steps but we've discovered that ACIM um, supposedly being the words of Jesus talking to some person uh, 
are very similar to the concepts of the 12 steps. What do you think about that? Oh, I agree 100%. Actually, I love the the whole 12-step program. The first time I heard it with from you, I was like, "Whoa, everybody needs that. Every one of us. It doesn't mean that you have to be have an AA problem or that you have to be overeater, but just living life. If you thought that way, the way they teach you, you could end up ha- being happy. You could be happy all the time. So I I love it, and I, I think ACIM is the same way for me. I think that it's just a matter of practicing because we've been so overwhelmed by the ego that we haven't had a chance to really even become aware of it, let alone do the work to help us kind of not not choose the ego in our everyday situations. Well, thank you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sure appreciate that you, you took the time to sit here tonight. And... Uh, we, we're both working on this, and uh, well, that's what I hope to accomplish with this podcast, is to just let people know that there are great things possible, and we just need to keep working on it. Um, and we're both works in progress. There's, there isn't, doesn't seem to be, ever be an end until who knows when. So thank you again, and do you want to add something? Yes, I do. I think it's really important that we are really gentle and kind to ourselves. So let's say that you find that you just did something else and, oh, geez, you know, and you're, you, you're trying so hard to not do those things. But then instead of getting real angry, oh, that's not good because that's not loving. So if, if instead you, you catch yourself and then you pause a minute, you relax and you just say, oops, there I go again, and then be gentle and kind to yourself. And what a way to end this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and see you next time where we'll talk about Step 6. Thank you. Goodbye.